to another edition of Prime Sports World. And I know Mondays are usually XFL uh, shows here at Prime Sports World, but there are some NBA playoff series that we got to talk about. Uh, we're going to still be doing the XFL show on Thursday, so that content is not going away. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. It's coming on Thursday. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be doing our NFL drafts, winners and losers. Uh, thank you very much, by the way, for everyone who checked out our NFL draft show. Uh, I think last time I checked, that show has like 240 views. Uh, so we very much appreciate everybody who was a part of that show and just hung out with us and watched the draft stuff. Uh, we appreciate it. 
Uh, yeah, we're going to give you some winners and losers. And then Wednesday, we're going to do another episode of the crossover, talking about some offseason stuff and this new CBA. Um, obviously, today, we're talking about those semifinals matchups. I'm David Huffman right there as the CEO. Mr. Israel Rivera. Uh, also, I've shared the link to all of our streaming platforms, so go check that out as well. And give us a like, give us a share, and give us a subscribe, uh, especially if you're watching us over there on the YouTube channel. Um, welcome into the show. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Izzy. How's, uh, how are things, my friend? Things are doing great. I'm glad it's Monday. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, you know, the draft was uh, the draft was great, man. You know, I, I watched all three days. And uh, man, I'm 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 uh, excited for some of these semifinals matchups. Uh, I know that. Uh, and so so I'm this, pumped. I'm pretty sure. Uh, fact check me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that this is the first time in the semifinals that all one through eight seeds were represented in the semifinals. I don't think that's ever happened before. You said you said one one in eight seeds. Yeah, no one through eight. So every single seed is represented in the second round. That's never happened before in the history of the NBA playoffs. That's crazy. That's wild. Like, yeah, like there are a lot of underdogs, especially the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference too. Like, so yeah, it's been a fun ride so far. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about today. We got three matchups we got to talk about here today on today's show. Um, but yeah, let's start with the first one, and we're gonna start with the matchup that already started: uh, the Heat uh, Heat Knicks. Uh, we got the five five eight matchup. Uh, the Knicks forty seven and thirty five. The Heat forty four and thirty eight. Uh, the Knicks eliminated the Cavaliers in six games. The Bucks. Uh, Heat obviously beat the Bucks in five. Uh, the Heat won game one last night. Jimmy Butler got hurt during that game. Uh, it's oh questionable. God. It's questionable to return uh, at least in game number two. Uh, but I would mm-hmm. bet that Jimmy Butler is going to try to give it a go if he's able to. Uh, the Knicks won three out of four of these regular season matchups. There's their two best players, Julius Randle and Jimmy Butler, at least in the regular season. Let's talk about it. Well, what, what, what are the what are the important aspects of this series before we get into some X factors and some winners and losers? Uh, well, well, man, shoot, Jimmy Butler, man, uh, the health of Jimmy Butler after Game One is is concerned because other than Bam out of bio that really, you know, scares me because, you know, no, no Tyler heroes on that team. So when I look at it, you know, I think that, you know, the heat are a team that they have to, and they, it's crazy because they shot the ball really good in that game one, right. And they're shooting the ball really well in the playoffs. This is one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league. Right. Yeah, so they're I just kind of hitting their stride. Like they're just hit lightning in a bottle, kind of like. Hey, <laughs> right. Like. Yeah, no, and and so I think for the Heat, I think you gotta continue to keep keep getting that production out of uh, Gabe Vincent, who has kind of become since Tyler Heroes went down, he's kind of become that third scorer for them, right? Out of out of outside of Jimmy and Bam, um, and then you know Kyle Lowry uh, and Kevin Love off the um, well, Kevin Love's been starting. Kyle Lowry's been, uh, you know, he's been awesome, especially that game one. He's been awesome off the bench for for uh, the Heat. I know he dealt with some uh, um, soreness in his knee, um, like to end the season. He's missed like 15 games or so. Um, when it comes to the Knicks, though, um, I think the Knicks just need th- what killed them last game, and I think this is what needs to happen the rest of the series is that they just got to keep attacking the paint. Right, they killed the Heat early in the first half. That's how they got a double-digit lead because they <coughs> they outscored them in the paint like by double. I think it was like twenty to it was like like thirty to ten or something like that. They were they were they were scoring in the paint at will. Jalen Brunson, R.J. Bear was scoring in the paint at will. When Julius Randle's get Randle gets back, the Knicks, he'll be scoring. 
The Knicks scored 62 points in the paint in game one. The Heat had 38. That's it, almost, it's almost double. Uh, it's almost two to one. That's almost two to one. Yeah, and, and that first half, and it's crazy because um, in, in the second half, the Knicks just kept shooting up threes, shooting up threes, shooting up threes, and they stopped attacking the paint when they should have, and they gave uh, you know, they gave the Heat some life there. So I just think that the, the Knicks will be good. All they have to do is just keep attacking the paint, um, and I think they'll be good because one thing I will say, the Heat, they lack size. They lack shot blockers. I mean, I know Bam could block shots, but they don't have the size, the necessary size that's going to contest the Jalen Brunson when he gets in the paint, contest an R.J. Barrett when he gets in the paint. And on the other side, the Knicks have a shot blocker, a rim protector, uh, and um, uh, what's his name, Mitchell Robinson. So, you know, and there's been a couple – there was a couple times where Jimmy thought twice to even go up in there. You know, he got deep in the paint and he thought twice to even put a shot up, shot up because Mitchell Robinson is a rim protector. That's what he's in there to do is rim protect and rebound. So I think, you know, you know they have, they have to stay away from shooting as many threes and they need to start attacking the paint for the Knicks. And I think if you're the Heat, I just think, you know, right now it's working. Right now what's working is – you know, you guys are, are spacing the floor, letting Jimmy, um, you know, get one-on-one in the post, um, getting easy buckets. Um, I like that pick and roll where it's like Jimmy and Kyle Lowry or Jimmy and Gabe Vincent, and they're finding Jimmy in the post. I love I love that because um, they get the smaller guy on Jimmy, like, all the time. So, you know, uh, uh, and then continue, I mean, continue to make shots. I mean, golly. Uh, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? You know, you're making your threes. Shouldn't it like 33% from the three-point range, uh, at least in game one? Uh, yeah. Also, this is kind of like an old, like a throwback to like basketball when like we were younger, right? The, the, right. Like, the Heat, Knicks playing in the playoffs or chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, that's I mean, with, uh, Ewing and all of those teams with Alonzo Mourning. Like this is kind of like one of those old school matchups kind of revitalized here. Uh with neither of these teams, anybody, neither of us thought that this team was going to still was going to be either team was going to be here. Uh, right. The, you know, the Miami beat the Bucks and the Knicks, you know, beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, and the Knicks are doing it with, you know, with how they got here. I mean, Jalen Brunson takes his playoff play to another level. Uh, his mm-hmm. increased points per game in the playoffs as opposed to the regular season. And even without Julius Randle in game one, this is a game they only lost by seven points. Uh, in a game where Jimmy Butler continues to be incredible, uh, averaging damn near 40 points a game in the playoffs so far. I think it's like 36 9. 37. Yeah, something like yeah. that. 37 points a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, you know, my thing um, uh, is with Jimmy now with the hurt ankle, it's like, what's his health going to be tomorrow, right? Because it's every other game now, right? It's every other day now yeah. that you got to play. So, you know, is and that, that ankle injury looked pretty bad, right? He really couldn't get off. I mean, we saw. He literally was negated to being a, a spot-up shooter in the last five minutes of, of the game. So he was super tough for staying in the game for that. And I think it was just the idea of, okay, Jimmy's still on the floor. We got to pay him attention. Uh, and if we if they took him off the floor with five minutes left, the Knicks could have very much well well went on a run and they could have beat the Heat uh, in that game one. So I, I credit Jimmy for staying on the floor and being gutsy. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, the health of him, I, I think Julius Randle will be a little healthier. Than, than what than than Jimmy in this next game, you know, obviously he's he's had some days to rest that ankle, so um, I mean we'll we'll see how this goes. Um, you know that 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 defense that the Knicks were playing in the first half, they need to continue that defense the whole game. Um, they can't allow you know Gabe Vincent and they you know Gabe Vincent and Kyle Lowry to score you know fifteen plus points. 
you know, they, they have to limit those guys to under 10 points a game. So. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, but let's talk about X factor. So what do you think is the X factor for both of these teams uh, for the Knicks and the Miami Heat? X-Factor. Well, it would be, it would be easy to say, you know, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and, you know, um, and, you know, Jimmy Butler, obviously for the heat, but if I had to pick an X factor for, for the heat, it has to be, you know, either Kyle Lowry or, or Gay Vincent, right? Because that third score, we know you're going to get 15 and, and, you know, whatever Bam's averages are, you know, 15 to 17, you know, five assists a game. I mean, he, ever, he had a triple double in that, that game clinch and win against Milwaukee. Um, so, you know, we're going to get what I, out of Bam, you know, you're going to get out of Jimmy. He's a, a, a high volume scorer. He's going to score. So, uh, you know, it's, it's what Gabe Vincent gives them or Kyle Lowry off the bench gives them uh, also the contribution of, of Kevin Love. So, I mean, there's three X factors right there for, for the Knicks, but I think the main one has to be either, you know, Gabe Vincent and, and, and Kyle Lowry. And then on the Knicks side, I think it's RJ Barrett. I think RJ Barrett is, is, is an X factor for the Knicks, right? Um, if, you know, if he can continue his scoring production that he did the way he was able to get into the paint at, at will and, and hit the mid range. And if he can, you know, start hitting his, you know, uh, outside threes, I know he worked on his, um, his shot, you know, by, they were talking about the whole game. I mean, but he, he had the most assists on any, out of the, all of the Knicks players. Well, the left pocket. Le, the legit playmaker in that game. Uh, he was a know, legit playmaker. So he's the X factor for me. Points, 50, 50% for the field. Yeah, I was gonna actually going to take R.J. Barrett as my X factor for the New York Knicks. Uh, if you continue to run your offense a little bit through him, I think it takes a little bit of that pressure off of Jalen Brunson and, you know, Mandy Quigley and those guys coming off the bench. Uh, 26 points is what you want to see out of R.J. Barrett. Uh, for the Heat, I think it's Gabe Vincent. As long as he continues to give you be productive in your starting lineup you can continue to roll him out i think if your problem is where he starts to get a little bit yeah yeah so he's got a heat check on him because i mean when he makes a couple of them i mean he starts jacking up some shots and you're like you start scratching your head like uh i don't know if that's a good shot gabe five of of 12 for the three-point line so he ain't afraid he ain't scared to shoot it up Uh, he's not so next win this series if Knicks win this series if they can continue to attack the paint, man. I mean, they can continue to attack the paint, and they can turn Jimmy into a volume scorer. I mean, if Jimmy isn't efficient like he was in that Bucks game, uh, I think the Knicks have a great chance. I mean, we saw the blueprint of how they should be able to beat them, and that's attacking the paint and playing hard-nosed defense on the perimeter against the Heat. Nobody in on the Heat is a rim protector. Once Bam Adebayo is pulled out from, from the rim, Kevin Love isn't a rim protector. They're not, you know, rolling out, you know, um, was it Cody Zeller? Or, yeah, Cody Zeller isn't the rim protector. He's not even really playing as much. He's only playing like if Bam gets into foul trouble uh, or so. Play, he, only like, he only plays like 10 minutes a night. So I mean. Yeah, 10 minutes a night. So there's no rim protector there for Miami. So if you can attack the paint and continue to, you know, have that production, I think the Knicks are in good, 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 um, good company right now. And then the Heat, I mean, like I said, man, uh, the Heat win if, you know, if they can continue to knock down those those open three-pointers. You know Jimmy Butler's going to suck in two guys at least. So one guy's going to be open, Gabe Vincent, Kyle Lowry, um, you know, you know whoever else, Max Struess, um, Duncan Robinson. I I need to see something out of Duncan Robinson. I was you know game 1 I was like, I know you're a good three-point shooter. I'm like, dude, it's not going in. <laughs> like <laughs> do something else like drive to the paint because they know you're going to shoot the three. So once you pump fake and, and try and get to the lane, get to the paint, create for others. Um, you know, if they could get Duncan Robinson going, shooting that three, 
you know, still making those shots. I mean, they're not a great three point shooter on the season, but in the playoffs, they've been they've been relatively okay. So. Yeah, I think the big time for the Miami Heat is they need to continue to shoot the basketball at a high clip uh, if they want to win this series. I think if they come back down to where they like traditionally are for this season, yeah, they're going to lose. And the Knicks, yeah, they got to continue attacking the paint. I mean, 68 points in the paint, that's how you win games. Uh, yeah. Who wins the series, though? Um, uh, um, golly, I'm going to go with Miami in six. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Miami in six. I think I think uh, they split at New York because I think Jimmy's ankle kind of is a little ginger. I don't think he gives us us the production, but I think once they head back to Miami, I think the Heat have a have a good chance at winning two in in Miami. They come back to New York. New York wins, forces a game six. He closes it out in Miami. I'm actually going to take the New York Knicks in seven. Uh, I just I like what I've seen out of the New York Knicks so far this whole season. I also see like some Tom Thibodeau's drawing up some real good stuff, uh, which has always been kind of his bugaboo as a uh, head coach. I'm taking the Knicks in seven games. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna get Julius Randle back because um, they were pretty competitive even without him. If they can get Jimmy Julius Randle back for game two and that, and then for the rest of the series, they'll win this series in seven games. To the other Eastern Conference matchup. The game is happening right now. It's the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. Two teams that do not like each other all that much. Um, I forgot to change it, but their records are on the Celtics eliminated the Hawks in six games. 76ers eliminated the Nets in five games. Joel Embiid to miss game one. Celtics won three out of the four regular season matchups. Uh, there's the stats for two best players on each team. Um, just talk about this series a little bit while I fix that graphic. Um, yeah, so obviously the health of Joel Embiid net knee sprain is is key in this series. I think if you have Joel Embiid, Philly, in my opinion, has the more explosive offensive players in this in in this series. Um Boston is really predicated on what Jalen Brown and uh Jason Tatum are gonna give them. Um, you know, we all you know, I like, you know, um White and um, Godly, um, what's his name? Malcolm, Brogdon. Malcolm, Brogdon, Malcolom Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench. Um, but, you know, other than that, I mean, I think Philly is just much more talented offensively uh, in this series. And it really just predicates, I mean, there's nobody on that Celtics team that can guard Joel Embiid. I mean, if he, if, if, if he even plays, I mean. If he, if he even plays, he, yeah. I mean, he, has, he didn't play in this game in game one. Uh, James Harden has been awesome in this game so far. I mean, yes. he's got 34 points. Uh, Tyrese Maxey's got 21 to kind of carry the load. Um, mm-hmm. But on the other side, the other two guys, 36 out of Jason Tatum, 21 out of Jalen Brown. I know. Um, that's just <laughs> it's insane, man. Yeah, JT's probably going to score 40 tonight. Oh, he's going to score close to – he'll probably score 45 to 50 points tonight. 100%. Um, and, and, and that's what they – that's what – I mean, he's very capable of doing that. I don't know, like, all every game in this series, but he's capable of doing that most games in this series. Um, I don't think he needs, like, that Herculean effort all the time because, I mean, I think, you know, you know Malcolm Brogdon and, 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 and White can, can you know, make some shots. It kind of takes the shoulder load off of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, but – I don't know, man. Philly's just, you know, with Tyrese Maxey, with, you know, James Harden, um, you know, Joel Embiid, if he even comes back and plays, um, you know, Tobias Harris, if he can, you know, kind of wake up a little bit. You know, this team is this team is dangerous offensively. I think they're just so Joel, Joel Embiid is expected to miss the first two games of the series. And Boston has basically had Philly's number. I think they're they've they're eight out of ten in the last 
10 playoff games against Philadelphia in the last handful of years, uh, including two eliminations. Um, if Joel Embiid doesn't, if he legit doesn't play for two games in this series, it will be over. It will be over. It'll be over in five. Yeah, like if, if they cannot, if, if they cannot get one game in Boston, if they like, if they can't win tonight, like that would be a pretty deflating loss when you get this kind of performance on James Harden. If they can't, uh-huh. if they can't get this game tonight, they will lose this series in five games for real. Like, especially if Joel Embiid doesn't return for game number two, and you hate to see a series kind of be tainted a little bit by an injury like this because like this is one of those prime time that you look forward to like like oh this is the series everybody wants to see and it's going to be just a little diminished if Joel Embiid is unable to suit up um you hate to see it kind of yeah I mean it, it is what it is I mean it's like every year something different with Philly right uh during yeah. the Doc Rivers era it's you know the other years were, were it was Ben Simmons not you know putting his, his contributions. It was Kawhi Leonard in the shot. Um, this year, it's, you know, Joel Embiid and, you know, his health with his knee. So, um, you know, I hate – the Philly just has the, the bad breaks when it comes to the second round of the playoffs. Um, and I hate, to, I hate to see it too, man. I mean, I mean, because Boston is just a much deeper team. Like, once you get out of like the starting lineup for the Sixers, like I, I don't have any faith in McDaniel's or Yang or DeAnthony Melton as much as I do the other side of Grant Williams, Rob Williams the third, and Malcolm Brogdon. Give me those three guys over the bench of the over those three all, guys <laughs> over the Sixers all day. And as long as you have to start Reed. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm just not crazy. Like their starting lineup right now without Joel Embiid is really small. Like PG it is Tucker, small. PG Tucker is basically playing their five man, and he's basically just doing. He doesn't cardio. give you anything <laughs> offensive. As TJ likes to talk about it, he's basically just doing cardio out there for the most part. I mean, he hasn't taken. He's just a running. Shot. He hasn't taken a shot this game. Like he's just running. He's just running out there and playing defense and 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 and, and passing the ball. That's all he's doing, man. That's all he's doing. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Joel Embiid definitely makes his team special, especially with James Harden and, and, uh, Tyrese Maxey. I mean, you got two ball handlers, two guys that can get their shot plus one, the most dominant, uh, low post scorer in the game. Um, you know, it just and, and, all predicates and, 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 on and, and, him, man. And this is a, this is a big series for the Philadelphia 76ers. Like James Harden is a free agent after this season. I mean, who knows what's going to be happening with that situation? Well, he has a player uh, option, right? No, He'll he pick doesn't. up his player option. He's he have a player option next year. No, I thought he had a playoffs. Eh. Either, either way, he's not going to pick that up. He's for sure going to. He's for sure going to decline it and become test a free the agent. waters. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a lot of that Houston Rockets rumors that I've been hearing about. Like this is a big series. I mean, this could be the end of the Doc Rivers era in Philadelphia if it continues to go this way. Like this mm-hmm. is a this is a big time series for the Philadelphia 76ers. They, they might they might be they might be re-entering the process again. And I don't think Joel's uh, Joel Embiid is all up for re-entering the process. If oh, that no. happens. If, if that all happens, like you just, you know, na- labeled it down, Doc Rivers fired, James Harden leaving, uh, I could see Joel Embiid requesting a trade at some point. Mitch. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I, I think it'd be right away. I think he'd end up in Portland. I think it'd be right away. Damien Lillard or something. Uh, let's yeah. talk X, X factors for this uh, for this series. Who's X factor? Um, Man, X factor for both teams. I'd say for Philly, 
Uh, well, other than the help of Joel Embiid, I, I, I mean, Joel Embiid has got to be the biggest X factor when it comes. To yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if other Joel than the help of Joel Embiid, like, if it isn't Joel, the health of Joel Embiid, it's also the health of a James Harden. Uh, we've kind of seen over the last few seasons, or at least this year and last year, James Harden kind of lost that explosion that he used to have. He doesn't really, yeah, the hamstring that he kind of pushed his way through a few years ago has never really recovered. Um, I, I think it's the health of their two best players is the ultimate X factor in this series. For absolutely on the Boston side of this, I think the bench is their X factor because I just think they're so deep. If these guys can continue, Malcolm Brogdon's got twenty points off their bench. If you can continue <laughs> to get consistent play out of your bench, that's a big time X factor. I, I I am going to agree with you on all ends. I think we agreed on Philly, and I was actually going to say Malcolm Brogdon um, or um, or you know White. Is, is probably the X factor for me because you know what you're going to get out of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And so is other two guys, right? And Grant Williams as well, um, you know, coming off the bench. We saw how big he was, especially against Milwaukee in that series last year uh, with, you know, big-time threes and a game-clinch and win. So, you know, Grant Williams is a, is a big-time – is a, is a player that, that can that ups his level of play in the playoffs as well. So um, I totally agree with you on, the, on that X factor. Uh, so the Boston Celtics win the series if um, they win the series if Joel Embiid don't come back. <laughs> that's that's basically that's, that's basically how they win the series. Um, they win the series if Joel Embiid doesn't come back. You know, uh, and we if if uh, if they, if Philly can win a game and split in Boston, if they can if they can split, then if they can get to, like tonight, if they can win tonight. If they could get to game three, one, one, then I think Philly's good. I think Philly has a chance to win this series. And if that's the case, if, if that's even playing field, I think Boston has to continue to get that bench play, that bench play um, production out of Brogdon, out of Grant Williams. Um, and also Jason Tatum has to be the best player on the court. We've seen it in the finals where he kind of fizzled out a little bit. He played well against the Bucks. He played well last year in the playoffs before kind of the finals where he became more of a volume scorer. I mean, he had some big games, but – Jason Tatum has to be the best player. He's got to be better than Joel Embiid if they want to win this series. Well, well right now he's getting outplayed by James Harden, so that's not going to – And Jason Tatum is – damn, he got hurt. Was he... Oh, okay. I don't know what happened there. Oh, let's hope it's nothing serious. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the same is like Philadelphia Sixers, they win the series if Joel Embiid comes back and they can get one of these games at home uh, on the road. Boston, you win this series if Joel Embiid doesn't return and if you can win both these games at home. Um, yes. But who's the prediction? Who's going to win this series and how many games do you think it's going to go? I got Boston in uh, – I'm going to go Boston in five, man. I'm going Boston in five. They – they they. How, how many games did they win in the regular season? Was it three out of four or did they sweep them? I yeah, think it was three out of four. They won, they won three out of four. Three out of four. Um, All games were – pretty much they were pretty close games. Um, I, This is a team that really believes that even if Joel Embiid's on the floor, that they can beat them. Um, so yeah, give me Boston in five, especially if they go up two zero. I see Philly winning one in Philly, and I think I see Boston stealing one in Philly and then winning it in five at, at home. I'm gonna predict that the uh Sixers are gonna win tonight and they're gonna win the series in seven. I think Joel Embiid, Joel, Joel Embiid comes back for game three. Uh they're up, they got the one one split. 
I think they get both games at home. And I think it's anybody's matchup at that point. I will take the Philadelphia 76ers to win this game in this series in seven games. And Joel Embiid gets off the schneid and finally makes it to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know what, uh, Sergio? Uh, he says, feels like this game one is is a bit fluky for James Harden. With Embiid being very questionable health-wise, I'll be taking Boston in five. I... Don't man, I, Sergio I from don't, the YouTube? I love it, man. Welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome to the show. I don't. You know what? I don't know if this game one is a fluke because James Harden. He's like this, brother. I mean, he's he he can get it going when he's hot. When he when James Harden gets it going, there's not many people in the NBA players in the NBA that can stop him. There's not many players in the NBA that can guard him. So, um, you know, this ain't a fluke. Um, and, and he's got to he's got to bring this type of effort, you know, until Joel um, B because at least for the first two games. Yep, 100%. Totally agree with you. Uh, and then over into the Western Conference. By the way, if you missed our semifinals matchup preview for Nuggets Suns, we did that on Thursday night. So keep an eye out for that content. Go back and check that out. Actually, no, that was on Wednesday night. So one of the nights, whatever. One of those nights. <laughs> we do so many podcasts. We just, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah we're up to 770. Like, we're going to get to 1,000 before I know it. But into the Western Conference for two guys who know each other very well and have a lot of respect. For each other we got Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors going up against LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers Warriors 44 and 38 the Lakers 43 and 39 the Warriors dispatched them the Kings in seven games behind Curry's 50 point game uh the most points ever in a game seven uh and his playoff career high uh, and the Lakers dispatched of the Memphis Grizzlies in six games uh, beating them by 40 points so Dylan Brooks you wanted 40 you got it uh, the Lakers won three out of four of this regular season matchup. Steph Curry, LeBron James, there's their stat lines. They're the two best players on these teams. Let's talk about it. This one had social media in a frenzy. <laughs> and it's going to have social media in a frenzy. Um, this is going to be showtime. Um, I think this series actually does go seven games. Um, I think the Warriors have home court advantage in this series, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So that favors them because they're – not terrible a on the road. Terrible, yeah, terrible, on the, terrible road. on the road. Even though they won, even though they won two on the road, they came in the playoff. They they showed they looked like the Warriors are old, right? In the in the series when it when it mattered the most and they needed a, a win in game five and they needed a win in, in, in game uh seven, they, yeah. they got them, you know. Uh the, the the Warriors did so um they look like the championship laden warriors, but uh you know, this is a different team than the Kings here. Um, this is a team with uh, experience, right? Uh, LeBron James, the old nemesis here. AD's a champion. He's got playoff experience. Dennis Schroeder's got playoff experience. Uh, you know, D'Lo has, you know, he's looked like he's turned it on. He doesn't have much playoff experience, but he has more playoff experience than what the Sacramento Kings did, right? Yeah. So you got guys across the board that have playoff experience. And there's a stat here. Um, that the Lakers, ever since they had traded for um, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, that they've been number one, I think, in in defensive uh, efficiency. They're eighteen. Uh, in the they've won. They won eighteen out of twenty four games since they traded for Jared Vanderbilt and made that trade to, to basically basically blow up their roster and recreate it. Uh, by the way, thank you very much, Sergio. Uh, thank you for appreciating our analysts on that Suns Nuggets series. We appreciate it, man, for real. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, the shout out there uh absolutely that's what's up man uh we appreciate you checking us out uh but yeah this is like i mean I, I, this is such an exciting like it's 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 curry lebron five you know 
Curry's got oh, one, three of these matchups. LeBron's just got the one. Uh, but these are these are very different Lakers teams. And I, I think what we're going to see out of Anthony Davis, by the way, have you seen the picture of the uh, – so Anthony Davis dunks on Jaron Jackson Jr. And he's oh, like, yes. <laughs> and his dad, his dad got dunked on by Kobe. Um, in when he was on the Kings, yeah, in in in, East, in the Western Conference Finals. So yeah, that was that was funny as all hell. Um, um, you know, my thing is about this. Okay, they, the Warriors, they want they you know the first Finals matchup. I don't think people understood like, oh, how to stop these guys, the shooting threes, the ball movement. Oh my God, it's crazy. Then I think LeBron kind of figured him out, even though the suspension in what game three with Draymond, I mean, you can't kick a guy down there and not, um, you know, looking to get a suspension. So everybody always brings that up. Or well, if they didn't suspend Draymond, the, well, the Cavs are going to lose I, two I, straight. I, because the, the reason they suspended it was because he had the technical limit. He was going to, like, it had nothing to do with what he did. Like, he picked up the technical, he was automatically going to get suspended. Like, it wasn't, right. like and so, it, it wasn't like the league was like, oh, we think that's dirty. We're going to suspend you for a game. Like, no, like, he, right, he had so many technicals that they were they were basically were forced to suspend him. So, so this isn't the same team as that, but they're very similar, right? Uh, minus, I mean, what you're getting out of Jordan Poole, you're getting more out of Jordan Poole than what you got out of Sean Livingston. Except, I, I think what Sean Livingston oh, did was like box score. No, okay, I, know. I, was, I was just gonna say that I was gonna I was gonna retract a little bit because a lot of what Sean Livingston did didn't pop up in the box score. Off the bench, and then we got to we got to remember they had Barbosa too coming yeah. off that bench too. The Brazilian, so, the Brazilian blur. Yeah, so so and then and then you know they made it one one. It was one one between Curry and LeBron, and then we all know what happened after that three year rental with KD. It was all she wrote there, right? So technically, uh, looks like I lost you there, Izzy. Yeah, they're very equally matched, in my opinion. I just think I just think they're very equally matched. I mean. You, you, Anthony Davis is a mismatch problem for the Golden State Warriors. He can put, he can put a Kevon Looney. He can put. I don't think you're going to see much Draymond Green on him, but he can put a Kevon Looney or whoever. There's nobody else that pretty much has to Kevon Looney. Just it's a card AD, really. Um, you can put him in foul trouble. Um, this is this series is gonna go how Anthony Davis goes, right? Anthony oh, Davis. I, I agree with you is, on that. We're is, talking about we're is, talking about X factors. I, I I think you know what you're gonna get out of LeBron James and Steph Curry, right? Every night, yeah. These guys are gonna bring mm -hmm. it. But I think what you get out of everyone else, and I think the biggest X factors on the two on the two teams is actually the two guys are gonna defend each other. I, I you know, Kevon Looney, like what can you get out of Kevon Looney on offense to make Anthony Davis work on the other end of the floor, and what version are we going to see Anthony Davis? Are we going to see the, the super motivated, you know, Anthony Davis, or are we going to see the guy who kind of goes through the motion sometimes? No, so, so my thing is about Kevon Looney. He's going to give you, he's, he's, he, the last four games against the, against the Kings, I think it was like, he was averaging 14 plus rebounds. He had two twenty plus rebounding games. That's how you're going to make Anthony Davis work is on the glass, right? Because Kevon Looney's rebounding, he's kind of turned into like a, I don't want to say modern day Dennis Rodman, but oh, that's, that's I, 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 no, I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to go that far, David. I'm not going to go that far, but his rebounding is on another level. But his I mean, last five just, game, his last five games, 21 rebounds, 13 rebounds, 22 rebounds, 14 rebounds, 20 rebounds. That's, that will be enough to frustrate a team. That will be enough to, cause you're giving, they're giving, and, and a lot of those are offensive rebounds. You're giving the Warriors out of all teams, so many second chance opportunities 
that will break a team's back, especially the 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 Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and yeah, on the other side, I think this team, like you said, AD. As long as AD goes crazy, uh, you know, he's playing like the the all the top five player, the top ten player that he is. I think this game swings to the Lakers' favor, in my opinion. I mean, LeBron, this team is this this. This Lakers team is different from any other LeBron team, LeBron team that he's ever been on, right? It was always LeBron handling the ball or somebody else like a Kyrie Irving or Dwayne Wade. Well, on this Lakers team, you have three guys that can handle the basketball. You got D'Angelo Russell, you have Austin Reeves, and you have Dennis Schroeder that can all handle the basketball, that can all run the point, that can all get their own shot. And, and, and that is the difference between uh, the previous teams that LeBron had and 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 now. And I think that is and, and for where he's at year 20, that's great because now you're starting to see LeBron can play off the ball. He can, you know, get the mismatch in the post like he wants to. And I mean he can he can just do him. And I think all those guys all have three-point shooting as well, which plays well into LeBron's game, especially when he collapses the paint. He can kick it out to Austin Reeves. He can kick it out to D'Angelo Russell. He can kick it out to a Dennis Schroeder, which we saw Dennis Schroeder hit a, a clutch three um, in the um, in the uh, playing game, right, in the corner. So, yep. um, yeah, I, I just think I just think that this Lakers team is that they, they are built to pop to beat this Warriors team. They, they they're built to beat this Warriors team because. I haven't seen the first, especially in, um, in in the first series against the Kings. I'm sorry, but Dante DiVincenzo, I don't know where the hell you're at. Um, Jordan Poole, I don't know where the hell you've been at. Um, Andrew Wiggins, you have to hit your free throws. I mean, Andrew Wiggins could give me 15 in his sleep just by being athletic and running the floor. But I mean, yeah, you can yeah. get you can get 25 easily. If you if you're hitting your free throws, I mean he was abysmal uh, against the Sacramento Kings at the free throw line. Um, and then also, um, you know, and we saw it was it was so like they they to the point where it was like sometimes Andrew Wiggins struggled. I mean, and also they needed they they, they got Moses Moody to to collect. I mean Moses Moody had two 13 point games I think the last series, so he even gave him some he even gave him some solid minutes, especially defensively. He made one play in game five where he like jumped over the pile and 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 got the got saved the ball, and I was like, God dang Moses Moody, like you you balling right now, you know. So I think I think those guys need to wake up in this series if they want to if they want to beat the Los Angeles Lakers. Because I, I I honestly think that the Lakers bench is is is, is becoming and the, those other guys like Schroeder, yeah, Reeves, Delo, I mean, they're Malik better. Beasley, I mean Lonnie Walker, Troy Brown, Malik I mean, Beasley's, all those. Yeah, guys. Rudy Hachimura is another guy who's playing. Rui, right oh, I forgot about Rui. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, let's this talk team about, is. Be- let's talk about the Warriors. The Warriors win this series if. Oh man, the Warriors win this series if Anthony Davis. <laughs> Sorry, if Anthony Davis don't play like a top ten player, he just is kind of meant. But no, honestly, the Warriors win the series if they can get uh, if they if they if Clay Thompson can match Steph Curry's energy, Draymond Green can match Steph Curry's energy. If all those guys can match what Steph is going to bring to the table, then they have a good chance at winning this game. Like the Game Seven um, speech. And that's gonna go down in Warriors history. That Steph Curry laid it on the Warriors to match his energy, and they came out like a lightning bolt, right? And they beat the Sacramento Kings. I think this team has to match Steph Curry's energy, especially off the bench. Dante DiVincenzo. They brought you in there to 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 you know to be another ball handler and to 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 play you know defense and and, and be a three and D guy. Uh, Jordan Poole, you're supposedly supposed to be the third splash brother. Play like it. You haven't played like it. 
you have to play like it in this series, right? So it's it's those other guys outside of Stephen Curry that have to really show up uh, in this game if they want to win. So. Couldn't agree with you more. And then on the other side, Lakers win this series. I think the Lakers win this series. If Anthony Davis shows, hey, I'm, I, I was on the top 75 team for a reason. Um, you know, I, I'm one of the best players in the league, and Anthony Davis shows it during this series. And also, what like what they get from all of the other guys, like. What is Ruchi Hadimori giving you on a night-to-night basis? What is D'Angelo Russell giving you on a night-to-night basis? How is Malik Beasley going to shoot the basketball? Uh, if they get good contributions from all those guys on the bench and Anthony Davis plays like a top 5, 10-ish player in the NBA, they'll win this series. And, and a lot of the things, and the thing is, is that Anthony Davis, he, he can affect the game just defensively alone. He doesn't have to score, you know, 30 points a night. Anthony Davis can give you 15 to 18 and 10 and five blocks and contest another 10, you know, shots at the rim. I mean, those easy shots that, that Curry were getting in the paint against the bonus, that's not going to happen against Anthony Davis and Jared Vanderbilt and LeBron James. That stuff ain't going to happen. So um, he can just, you know, um, you know, impact the game defensively. The stuff that doesn't show up in the box score, Anthony Davis does, hedging on screens, being able to guard guards, you know, being able to contest shots. Um, you know, you know, if, you know, if they shoot limiting Kayvon Looney's offensive rebounding input, you know, that, that is, that is, you know, Anthony Davis is, is doing all of that. So, um, and, and, and a good point about Rui, Rui stepped this game up, even when he was in Washington, he, he's a different player in the playoffs, right? He, yeah. he shoots it at a higher clip. He's, he's like focused. He can, he's, he's scoring more in the playoffs. So, uh, Rui's a, a, a key, but I like that you brought him up, man, because he's, He's been key for them. So. It, it was really good in that those first two games of that series against yeah. the uh, Grizzlies. Um, Absolutely. But who, but who wins the series? Who wins? Who? Man. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm taking I'm taking Los Angeles Lakers in six. Uh, I think LeBron's on a mission. I did not think he's going to be derailed by Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. I, I'm going go, to go Warriors in seven. I'm going to go Warriors in seven. I, I will say, though, I think whoever wins this series is going to represent the Western Conference in the NBA Finals. You think so? Yeah. Uh, yeah I, man, the way Denver's playing, oh, my yeah, gosh. Uh, yeah, we'll They're so deep. Denver is so deep, man. It's, it's uh, you know, they, they they I mean, if they shoot they, if they shoot it like how they did game one, you know, like against Phoenix, like the rest of the series, I mean, you kiss that series goodbye. And I, you know, Denver's a tough matchup, man. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll you see. know, but uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about it here uh, as the playoffs continue. Uh, but yeah, this has been our semifinals matchup preview. Thank you very much for checking us out here at Prime Sports World. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I've been David Huffman right there as the CEO, Mr. Israel Rivera. Tomorrow, NFL draft coverage as we give you our winners and losers, most head scratching pick. We're just gonna break down a bunch of draft stuff. Uh, so keep an eye out for that content. And Izzy, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat, ladies and gentlemen. Bring the heat 24-7, baby. Let's go. We need it here in Fort Wayne, man. It is frigid. I I wore shorts to work this morning. Um, I was just bad idea. I thought I was just gonna wish it into existence. So I just wished it like that was gonna be nice. I'll just wear shorts. (laughs) I'm like, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be warm. I'm gonna wear shorts, it's gonna be great. It wasn't. I hope you brought a hoodie too. I did wear a hoodie too. (laughs) Okay, good, 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 good. At least you wore a hoodie. At least you wore a hoodie. You can get away with that. Shorts and a hoodie is okay. 
Yeah. Uh, by the way, Philadelphia is up one points on Boston uh, with 20 seconds left in this game, 114. Wow. Let us know down in the comment section who you think is going to win that series. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow covering the NFL draft. Y'all have a good night and stay safe out there. And Sergio, thank you very much for checking us out, dude. We appreciate you. Peace out, guys.